Welcome to Talking Allergies, the podcast where we talk all things allergies about all types of allergies in all kinds of allergy lives. From food allergies to environmental allergies, special guests, community stories, allergy insights, giveaways and more. This is your allergy podcast for all things allergies. Hi, Melrick. Hi, Grace, and welcome to another episode of Talking Allergies. And today we're going to be talking about selecting products when you have allergies. Selecting products can have unique challenges, particularly when you're looking at different types of allergies as well. Yeah, and you know, it's not just about selecting products if you have allergies, but also selecting products if you've got a child or if you've got a friend or a family member that has allergies and you're looking out for them. Definitely, and knowing how to select those products too. There's definitely checks and procedures that you can do to see how you can actually do it the best way. If we look at the allergy groups, say say we get take food allergies, for example, you might be selecting products for cooking. Uh, they could be skin and body care products, uh, products for the home. Uh, it could even be eco-friendly products. These are all products that could potentially have your allergen and you've got to look at how you avoid selecting products that have those allergens. It's really important to check. So depending on what the product is and how it's actually produced too. So if it's produced in the same manufacturer or knowing what your reaction is to and what your tolerance is. Yeah, and one really good thing to sort of remember as well is that the product that you might have had previously that was safe uh, could have had changes made. So if, if it's been something that you haven't got on a regular basis, just make sure you recheck. It's okay to do so. Um, asking those questions, it's, we all do. You know, it's an important step just to make sure that we alleviate any risks for ourselves, but also for others if we're looking after them. You brought up one that uh, is near and dear to my heart where you find a product that you love for years and then they change the manufacturing. Uh, I I have a love of um, chocolate bullets and so I went into the store and went, oh, I'll just pick up my favourite one. And because I was doing those checks every single time, I realised they've actually added... Uh, tree nuts into the actual product and so it was now an unsafe product for me to have but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't have checked the pack. It's so important to that check again and it might add a little bit more time to your routine but it's an extra step that prevents even more time from the reaction that could happen from it. Um, another allergy group that with products that look at reducing risks and avoiding those allergens uh, include uh, environmental allergies. So, you know, you're looking at like sleeping products, home products, even air circulation products. You know, how does that reduce risks? How that how does that avoid your allergens? Environmental allergies is so important to make sure that your home is free of the allergens or trying to reduce the allergens in your home or where you spend the majority of your life too. Yeah, and look, hypoallergenic products are quite helpful with that, but also you can look at products that like cleaning products and so forth, they can mitigate, I guess, some of the, when it comes to things like dust mites, for instance, uh, how much of it collects on the surfaces um, and looking at how you can find ways to continue your home lifestyle but without having the impacts of such allergens in it. Yeah, you have to look at all the different aspects of it and having a routine around it too. Yeah, and, and it applies for other allergies. Um, so with, when it comes to products, like for example, you've got latex allergies. So if you, people have latex allergies, there are a lot of products that have latex from latex gloves, balloons, uh, a lot of toys if there's kids. Um, of course, uh, sexual health and preventative 
products as well. Um, nickel allergies, uh, with, and I know, Grace, you've got a nickel allergy, so you really have to look at what products could have nickel in it. Um, and even medications with drug allergies, and these are just some of the allergy groups that we're talking about. It, it is all about trying to see where could my allergen be found and how do I avoid it. Products are made of so many different aspects too. So looking at what the product's actually made of, no matter whether you think that it will or won't contain it, is really important. Grace, I guess maybe we should share a little bit of our own recent experiences with uh, products uh, and selecting products uh, in relation to our allergies. Have you found any products um, recently that have been helpful for you? Yeah, so to go back to the licorice bullet uh, example, I actually found that even though the licorice bullets that I would usually have had my allergens in it, I actually went further down the aisle and checked at the licorice twists. So the licorice twists had licorice with chocolate on top and were a little bit bigger, but they actually were free of my allergen and we were pretty similar. So I've got to say, they're my favourite at the moment. <laughs> so from bullets to twists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same aisle, just a little bit further down, but I really did have to check every single back of the pack, but I'm so glad I found them. Is there any products, Melrick, that you have found recently? Uh, not necessarily found. Um, I did a lot of research for this one. <laughs> but I found a, uh, a filter, so a home little filter, uh, part of a little system at home. So to circulate the air and, uh, yeah, just reduce the allergens in the air. So environmental-based allergens like dust mites and um, even pollen, if it's around, has helped. So... Uh, that's been a good little find for me uh, and make my life a little bit easier. That's fantastic to hear that it actually made your life easier too, that your research paid off. It's good to research, good to do your checks, good to find out, you know, other people's experiences too. So uh, a lot of people talk about their allergies online. So if someone's talked about a product and so forth, you know, or even just go on one of those groups on Facebook and ask others, oh, have you used this? How's it helped? Uh, doesn't hurt to find out how others have gone with that experience as well. Anecdotal, make your own choice, but your own informed choice. But it's good to find out what others have done. And I did that. I asked a few other people about it and um, they had positive experiences. And I thought, oh. and look, I mean, selecting products for me is a lot of research, but I know others do their own sort of steps in selecting products. How do you select products when you sort of going by that decision process, Grace? How I go about finding products is if I'm looking at the food product or if it's another product is I'll always check the back of the pack. If it's in a pack, I'll check the back to see whether it's got my allergen in it or the allergen in a scientific name. Sometimes if it's a skincare product, it will have it in a scientific name instead of uh, the other names. And so it's really important to look at the pack of the pack first before when you buy it and then when you take it home to double check and then before you use it. Yeah, that's a great way to go about it. So, and look, I'm interested to know about how other people also go by their own checks. Um, I'm sure we all have our own unique ways of checking for uh, allergens, um, depending on what allergies we have, because it all brings unique challenges if you've got one or multiple allergies, and if it's for yourself or on behalf of other people. Which brings us to our next uh, topic of discussion, which is about how people that don't have allergies can help others with allergies select products. It's a really important topic. I get asked all the time, 
yes, I find out about your allergies, but how do I actually help you or how do I go about it? Yeah, and, you know, it's not just people that are, for example, selling or offering products for people in general, but also maybe it could be you're buying a gift for someone, you've got a work colleague and you, you have to organise a party or something. You might be trying to find products, um, but you're not sure, you might not be aware that there are allergies uh, that the person has. And I think the first step with any any level of uh, awareness is to ask them, just simply ask them. Um, even if you don't think they have allergies, ask them, and they may not have allergies, but they also may have allergies, and ask them about what allergies they have. Don't don't be specific, you know, don't be about, say, don't say, do you have food allergies, do you have environmental, just say, hey, do you have any allergies? Because they might bring up some allergies that might not be related to what you might be doing, but it could actually be present, and it could be helpful for you to help them avoid it. Definitely, and also their emergency instructions. So if they do have any allergic reactions, how to get them help as well. Yeah, and look, um, you can write it down. You can take a note on your phone, um, take a photo if they've got an allergy card that they're showing you. Um, get that in writing if it helps you, just so you can get the right checks done, um, you know, after you are aware of it. So, which does bring us to what happens once you know. Um, so, once you know that someone's got an allergy, um, you can check if the allergens are present and act accordingly. And by checking, you know, say you're a you're in a you're selling a product, um, you might check with the manufacturer. Uh, you can, of course, you know, if you're selling the product or sharing the product on behalf of someone else, you can check the back of the pack, as we previously discussed. Um, but you can also check for things like cross-contamination or cross-contact and advise them accordingly. Cross-contamination and cross-contact is really important to always discuss as well. Yeah, and look, with food allergies, cross-contamination and cross-contact can happen quite frequently, especially if uh, the products are in an open space. Yeah, or in the same display container too. Yeah, and, you know, if you are providing a product and uh, or you're offering someone a product and you find out that the allergens are present, just let them know. It's always bittersweet when someone says, actually, it does have an allergen in it, but I'm always very thankful to the person that does say it and go, actually, I don't think that you should have the product. It's not safe for you. It's really appreciated. And when asked if the allergens are present, if you don't know the answer to the questions or the requests, please do not guess. The last thing anybody that has allergies wants is guest answer. If you are unsure, then please say so. Anything that you can say to help a person with allergies avoid a reaction will make the biggest difference. It does. And if you are the person that's advocating for your allergies or saying, talking about your allergies to the person, if they seem unsure at all, if they're second-guessing or go, oh, I believe so, it's okay to say no thank you and not get that product. It's a lot safer for you to say no than to eat it and be unsure. Yeah, Grace, it's okay to say no thank you. And we both use that line in our lives and you know, encourage others out there as well. If you aren't sure, if you don't feel like the product is safe for you, say no thank you. No, thank you is really important to say, especially as any other term might be confused, saying like no no, um, no worries might be yes or no, whereas no thank you is a definite no. Yeah, certainly in Australia we can um, use a few uh, terminologies that could be taken uh, in different ways, I mean, but I guess make it clear just to be safe, especially if you're um, 
get things like foods where you're ordering food and you've got food products uh, and you just want to be clear to say no thank you that you don't want to have it you know you can even use a more longer version of it and say oh look i don't want to have that product if you want to be clear and receive that clarity but whatever works for you just make sure that the person understands that you are not interested and with all of this talk about products we should talk about a wonderful show coming up the free from plus allergy show how exciting a place for people with allergies and tolerances and specific food preferences to discover new free from products and uh yeah, I mean, I'm going to be heading down. I know you are as well, Grace. It should be a lot of fun. It should be. We've got a little stall there and uh, it should be fantastic to talk about other products with people that do have allergies. Yeah, and it's running in Sydney on the 21st and 22nd of October. So if you're in Sydney or you're passing through, head on down. And uh, Grace, I believe you caught up with uh, Marie, the founder of the Free From Plus Allergy Show. Uh, and Marie's an allergy mum and... She really cares about helping others with allergies. It was really lovely to catch up with her. So not only has she started the Free From Plus Allergy Show, but she is an allergy mum and understands what it's like to live with allergies with her daughter having an allergy to tree nuts and shellfish. And Mari also talks about what attendees can expect from this year's show, and I can't wait to hear this interview. Let's jump right in. Hi, Murray, and welcome to Talking Allergies. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Grace. Great to meet you. To start off with, could you tell us a little bit about you and why you're here? My name's Mari Kinsella, and I'm the Managing Director of International Exhibition and Conference Group, and we're the organiser of the Free From and Allergy Show, which is coming up on the 21st and 22nd of October in Sydney. Very exciting. It is exciting and there's so much there on offer. We can't wait for the show to take place. Mario, can you tell me a little bit about your allergy story and why you started the Free Farm? Yes, well, my daughter, when she was very young, had always an allergic reaction to nuts. We thought just only nuts. And when she started school at five, um, it seemed to get worse, her reactions. And of course, as a mum and you're sending off your child to school, it was really quite scary um, to be dealing with a child with an anaphylaxis reaction. So um at school, of course, the whole issue with EpiPens have to be carried the whole time and there's pictures of your child around the school. It's quite daunting. And I realised how tough it was for families because um, even though my daughter was a little bit older, she still had to deal with the fact that she couldn't eat certain foods and she was very good at detecting which foods may have nuts in them. But I just found there was such a need for a greater understanding of allergic reactions out in the community that it would be great to have a show that not only had a whole range of products for a whole range of intolerances, but also a very strong educational program that we're running at the Free From an Allergy Show. Could you touch on a little bit about that educational program? Yeah, look, we've got some fantastic speakers and they're speaking on a whole range of topics, um, simply just practically navigating allergy and intolerance, just hearing it from Alex Stewart, who um, is from Low Toxic Life. 
We've got how you can create an allergy-free um, home on offer, hearing an expert in that field talk about just reducing the toxins in your home and other sessions such as looking after your gut on a low FODMAP diet. So we touch on specific intolerances as well in the educational program. Um, I'm going to be going to, because I'm just fascinated to hear dining out with celiac disease. It's really tough for people that have celiac disease that go into restaurants and there's always such a limited amount for them on many restaurants menus. So it's really good to be able to go along to an educational session and hear from experts about how to navigate um, certain intolerances that you have out in the world. It is. A when your daughter was first diagnosed, did you find it difficult to manage your day-to-day -day life? Well, yes, because you're always on alert and on guard. Like in our home, it was okay. But when we went out, we always had to make sure that we'd packed the EpiPen. Um, we'd had to be mindful of if we went anywhere that we'd have to it's like to people's homes, our friends' homes, just remind the host that Georgie did have allergic reactions, severe allergic reactions to nuts. And people are generally really good and um, very mindful. But it's like always being on guard. You're always on alert to what could happen. And um, so that's the toughest part, I think. When we were travelling, it was always particularly difficult as well. Um, I'll never forget the time we were in Japan and um, we'd just arrived at early to our hotel and we couldn't access the room. So we decided to leave our luggage with reception and went out and thought, oh, we'll stop in and have something to eat. It was sort of late morning and the kids were hungry. So I explained as well as I could that um, my daughter has um, allergies to nuts and shellfish and they assured me that it was free of nuts or shellfish but in fact it wasn't and my daughter had a tiny tiny taste of it and then had a sudden allergic reaction and we left the EpiPen in the suitcase back at the hotel so that was really scary time. It all worked out fine in the end, but it's you can never drop your guard. I think that's what's really tough about being a parent with a child with an allergy or severe um, allergies. So I think it's I'm very mindful of parents that are always having to be on guard to be caring for their children, to making sure they're protected as well as you can from them, you know, having experiences where they could be subjected to their um, intolerance. So I'm very mindful of parents and how tough it is for them. I'm so thankful that you actually were able to work out a situation overseas as well, that she was okay in the end. Yes, it was, you know, we were looking for the likes of Zyrtec, that we didn't have any Zyrtec on us. The EpiPen was at least sort of 10 minutes away. And so I'd never forget when I just charged back with my daughter back to the um, hotel reception to get that EpiPen and then to try and work out buying Zyrtec in Japan was also very tough indeed as well. So it's all those extra challenges that are thrown at you as a parent 
that you have to deal with with the child with um, severe allergic reactions. And we were very mindful of that in our development of the Free From an Allergy show, that we wanted to cover as many intolerances as we could so that there was something there for a broad range of our community and that there was definitely um, an opportunity to have learnings and to be able to come into the show and the learning theatre is all included in the price, there's no extra charge and these sessions run all of Saturday and all of Sunday. So there's a lot there for everyone. That's fantastic, making, making sure that we're inclusive of our whole community of allergies, intolerances and autoimmune conditions. Yes, yes. And as we know, there seems to be an increase in the amount of um, allergies in the community and there's different theories as to why that is the case. So I'm also fascinated by that, like why as we go through the, the years and the decades that our intolerances are increasing, including anaphylactic reactions. So I'm not sure if it's being reported better through the hospitals, um, but certainly it is on the increase, which we have to be mindful of. Is there something that you've learned over the years as an allergy mum that you would like to impart on others? Yeah, look, I think it's really important to be mindful and the whole time of your child with their intolerance and but to not be overreactive as well when you I've noticed that when I would my daughter was going for play dates at friends houses the reaction of people when I said look my daughter has um, severe intolerance particularly to nuts so can I just ask that you be mindful of the food that's being offered and some people get really concerned and um, can overreact to that um, suggestion that they're, they're, they're at risk. And I had to reassure the mums and sometimes the dads, look, my daughter's pretty good. Like she can normally detect something that may have nuts in it, but can you just please be mindful of not putting anything out that, we, that does have nuts? And I think it's a matter, what I think is important is to reassure other people as well that it's okay. Um, that my child can, you know, work beautifully and play beautifully with other kids without this constant fear that there's going to be a nut jumping out from some of the play area. So I think it's about being mindful and not overreacting when you are communicating to others that your child has got an, an allergic um, intolerance, um, which is severe, but to encourage them that it, it's okay. It's okay. Just be mindful that you don't have to place that food out and um, all will work out. It's, it's fantastic advice. Yeah, I think sometimes um, it can be scary, but it's about creating an environment and making sure that the environment is as safe as possible. That's the key. And the older they get, I think sometimes it's harder. Like as a teenager, my daughter would, of course, take more risks and be sort of embarrassed to say, look, I can't eat certain foods. So I think as she got older, it became riskier rather than when she was tiny and I could support her and make sure that mums and dads at playdates were mindful. So um, I think as she got older, it was, it was more difficult in a way to manage the intolerance. So um, luckily, my daughter hasn't had an anaphylactic reaction because she's 
she is very good, but I also know that I'm not there the whole time to make sure the environment is safe. And that's difficult for parents. So you think that children are at greatest risk when they're much younger, but I feel they're at a greater risk as they get older into their teenage years, particularly through 14, 15 and 16, when they can be very sort of self-conscious and not wanting to be different to anyone else. So they'll sort of go along with whatever's happening. So I have to constantly reinforce to my daughter that to be you know, be mindful the whole time in any of her social situations. And that's a very important discussion to have as terms of having a child with allergies and going through the different life stages and managing it differently. Yes, exactly. And then um, as an adult, or she's not an adult, she's now 19, so sort of an adult, but um, I still need to be very protective of her wherever I can because once again, I think it takes to it'll take to her mid-20s to really not embrace the situation but deal fully with the situation and understand how you know dangerous it can be if she does have an anaphylactic reaction without having her EpiPen at arm's length. But, you know, when the girls go out in particular, that's it's even more difficult with teenagers when they dress up to go out to be carrying an EpiPen can be very painful for them but um, so necessary so necessary it is putting it in the clutches of the handbags and making that's sure right. you've got it and making sure that the bag can fit your EpiPen as well that's exactly right exactly right indeed as someone that runs an organization that helps people with allergies at the free from plus allergies show and as an allergy mum how have you seen the impact of allergies and intolerances on someone's life well I think um it can be very debilitating in some cases. Like when we ran the first Free From an Allergy show in Melbourne back in 2019, that was pre-COVID, we had people who reported back to us. It was the first time they felt comfortable entering an exhibition environment knowing that there was understanding by all the traders who were involved and by the organisers that this was an environment that was sympathetic to the intolerances that um, our visitors had. And I was really surprised and delighted to be getting some of these survey results back when it was at last we can go somewhere where we feel that we can be safe as we go out and enjoy our weekend. And it made me realise how tough it can be for some people who can be very restricted. And it's not just sort of the eating of the foods themselves and can bring on the reaction, even sometimes if the skin, that one person reported back that even if their skin has any contact with a particular um, item, whether it be nuts or shellfish or lactose or what, whatever, that they can have a really severe allergic reaction to that. Um, so once again, uh, someone reported back to us that they were really pleased not to see balloons at this environment because they have a very strong um, reaction to latex and get you know, really concerned and if they even see a balloon in an environment. And I just realised how difficult it can be. And this show is really about helping people having a better life. We're not 
saying that we can cure anyone with a particular allergy, a particular allergy or intolerance. But we're trying to show how they can have a better life and what products are out there that they can enjoy that helps them in their daily life. That's fantastic. It is really hard to find different products that can actually assist in your day-to-day life. Yeah, and we've got this great show where everything's under the one roof. So there's everything from dairy-free, nut-free, lactose intolerant foodstuffs, vegan, um, organic, uh, and the gluten-free, of course. So the list goes on. Plus there's products there that help people who have asthma or eczema to help them in their daily lives because that both asthma and eczema, of course, can be very debilitating. Has there been a moment that you've been proud of that the Free From Plus Allergy Show has done? Uh, look, I think the first show that we did, I was delighted with that because of, I mentioned the survey results that we were getting back, that people were relieved to as I mentioned, to finally get into an environment where they felt safer than they had been in other entertainment environments. So I, I was very proud to think that, well, we've delivered an event, we've delivered something that has helped those that do have intolerances have a happy Sunday or a happy Saturday when they came to the show. So I really feel that um, we did very well to achieve that great level of satisfaction from those visitors that do suffer from a whole range of intolerances and could come along and enjoy the show over the two days. That's fantastic to hear and I bet they felt inclusive too. Exactly, very inclusive. Where can people find out more about the Free From Allergy show and buy tickets? Well, at the um, freefromandallergy.com website, the tickets are on sale there and there's discounted tickets prior to the event. So it's better to get in prior to the event and purchase your tickets and to make sure that you've got tickets to come along than buying on site. So um, there's a lot of information on our Free From and Allergy website. It's a great resource because during COVID, of course, we used to run um, virtual free from an allergy expos. So we've ran a whole range of them across the years that we were all in lockdown. So there's marvellous resources there from recipes to dietitians presenting, um, allergy experts presenting. So that's a great resource for all of your listeners as well, the free from an allergy website. But nothing beats coming face to face of course and meeting at the show itself it doesn't we will definitely be there as well on the 21st fantastic that's great to hear grace thank you so much for marie for joining us on talking allergies for sharing your story and also for your involvement with the free from plus allergies show very much looking forward to it thanks grace i appreciate your time today what a wonderful interview and it's great to see the efforts and the support that marie is enabling through the free from plus allergy show Thank you, Mari, for your time of coming on to Talking Allergies, and we look forward to uh, the Free From Plus Allergy Show. You can get tickets from the Free From Allergy Show at freefromallergyshow.com, but of course, all of the details and latest episodes can be found on www.allergylife.com.au forward slash Talking Allergies. And we mentioned just before that we're going to be at the show. Uh, where can people come and meet us? Grace and say hello. 
Yeah, so we'll be at the stand D03. So if anyone is down looking at uh, the show, come find us and say hi. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Talking Allergies. We'll talk allergies again soon. Talking allergies again soon. I thought that's all we do. The discussions on talking allergies are here to support you or your loved one on your journey with allergies. The topics discussed here are not intended as medical instruction or as a substitute for advice by a qualified healthcare provider.